the sixth mansion chapter ten of the interior castle this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox.org recording by anne boulet the interior castle or the mansions by saint teresa of avila translated by the reverend john dalton the sixth mansion chapter ten the saint mentions other favors which god bestows upon a soul different from those mentioned before in many ways does our lord communicate himself to the soul in these apparitions sometimes when she is afflicted at other times when some trouble is to happen to her and again when his majesty wishes to delight himself with her and caress her i need not enter into every particular as my meaning is only to explain the different kinds which are found in this way as far as i understand them in order that you may know sisters what is their nature and what effects they leave behind for we may be mistaken in supposing every fancy of ours to be a vision and also that when it is in reality a vision knowing such a thing is possible you may not be troubled or afflicted the devil gains much and is exceedingly delighted to see a soul in trouble because he knows it hinders her from employing herself wholly in loving and praising god in other ways much more sublime though less dangerous because i believe the devil cannot counterfeit them his majesty communicates himself this is a difficult matter to speak about because it is exceedingly deep the imaginary visions are more easily explained it happens when our lord is pleased that the soul being in prayer and in perfect enjoyment of her senses is on a sudden seized with a suspension in which our lord reveals great secrets to her which she thinks she sees in god himself for these are not visions of the most sacred humanity but though i say she sees yet she sees nothing for it is no imaginary but a very intellectual vision in which is discovered how all things are seen in god and how he contains them in himself this is of a great benefit to us for though it passes away in an instant yet it is deeply engraven in the soul producing great self-confusion and discovering more clearly our malice in offending god because we commit grievous offenses by being in him ourselves i will make use of a comparison in order to make you understand this matter the better let us suppose god to be as it were a room or a very large and magnificent palace which contains all the world within it can a sinner possibly remove himself from this palace in order to do his evil deeds no certainly not thus even in god himself are committed the abominations dishonesties and other immoralities which we sinners do oh dreadful evil worthy of the greatest consideration and very profitable for us who understand little and cannot comprehend these truths for if we did it would be impossible for us to give way to so mad a boldness let us consider sisters the great mercy and patience of god in not plunging us into hell immediately let us give him our most grateful thanks and let us be ashamed to be offended at anything that is done or said against us for it is the greatest wickedness in the world to behold our creator enduring so many injuries from his creatures and that we should feel hurt at a word spoken in our absence and that through no bad intention oh the misery of the world when my daughters shall we imitate in something this great god 
Away, then, let us not think we do anything very wonderful, when we suffer injuries without murmuring, but let us willingly bear everything, and love those who injure us, since this Lord has not ceased to love us, though we displease him exceedingly. He has therefore very great reason to require us all to forgive, however much we may be injured. I tell you, daughters, though these visions pass away immediately, yet it is a great favor which our Lord bestows upon the soul, if she would only make a good use of it, seeing it is almost always present before her. It happens likewise that God, very suddenly, and in a manner which cannot be expressed, discovers to us in himself a certain truth, which seems to obscure all those which are in creatures, clearly manifesting that he alone is truth, which cannot deceive. Herein is fully comprehended what David says in the psalm, Every man is a liar, words which never could be so understood, though we should often hear it said, that God is the infallible truth. I remember how Pilate asked our Lord in his passion, and said, What is truth? And how little we in this world understand this supreme truth. I would willingly enter into more particulars, but they cannot be expressed. Let us conclude from this, sisters, in order to conform ourselves in something to our God and spouse. It will help us much, if we endeavor always to walk in this truth. I say that we must not only take care not to lie, and herein, glory be to God, I see already that, in these houses, you take great care, on no account whatever to tell a lie, but that we walk in truth before God and men, in every possible way, especially in not desiring that men should think us better than we are. In all our looks also, let us give to God what is His, and to ourselves what is ours endeavoring from everything to draw the truth. Thus we shall pay little regard to this world, which is altogether a lie and a falsehood. I was once considering the reason why our Lord loved humility so much, when, without much consideration, I suddenly remembered that God was essentially the supreme truth, and humility is walking in the truth, for it is a very great truth, that of ourselves we have no good, but misery and nothingness. And he who does not understand this walks in falsehood. But he who understands it the best is the most pleasing to the supreme truth, because he walks in it. May God grant us the favor, sisters, never to be without this knowledge of ourselves. Amen. Our Lord bestows these favors on a soul, because, being his true spouse, and being now resolved to accomplish his will in everything, he is pleased to give her some knowledge of the means whereby she is to accomplish it, and of his greatness likewise. It is not necessary for me to say any more. These two I have mentioned, because they seem to me very profitable in teaching us, that in such cases there is no ground for fearing, but rather reason to praise our Lord for giving them. For, in my opinion, the devil and our own imagination have little access here and hence the soul enjoys great pleasure and satisfaction. End of the Sixth Mansion, Chapter 10